Hi everybody, this is Gad Saad. Uh, yesterday or the day before, I was contacted by a reporter from one of my university's uh, newspapers asking me uh, to grant uh, you know, an interview regarding a problematic tweet that I had posted to which I responded. I didn't know which tweet the indiv individual was referring to. And so I wrote back, I said, well, which, which tweet? Because literally anything that I say at any given moment can trigger someone, uh, even though I hardly say things that in a sane world should be considered in the least bit offensive. Not that in a free society, you shouldn't be uh, allowed to be offensive and irreverent and so on. In any case, I today I heard back from the individual in question and it was in reference to this tweet. Let me read it first, and then I'll give you the answer that I provided the reporter. So this is something that I sent out on February 5th. But to give you the context, it was around the time when Joe Rogan was getting massive flack because of uh, you know the, the montage that had been uh, uh, put together regarding his uh, use of the N-word and you know how people were trying to cancel him and so on. So I posted the following. Jews have been the most persecuted people in history. They were nearly exterminated. I escaped persecution in Lebanon because I'm Jewish, and yet I don't wilt away at hearing some idiot using use anti-Semitic words. I'm not a fragile flower. Enough with the hysteria around the N-word. Now, what was I saying there? I was basically arguing for anti-fragility, for resilience. You're stronger than some idiot insulting you with a racist word walk tall be dignified right it's a message of resilience it's a positive message it's a message that says you must be anti-fragile as i explained in the parasitic mind uh but it's the tweet received more than 10 i think 10 and a half million views uh hundreds of thousands of engagement uh, and then of course it died away the amount of vitriol that I received, if you see the, the, the hate, the true hate, my, my, my tweet was had nothing to do with hate. I wasn't condoning the use of the N-word or the K-word when dealing with Jews. I was saying, hey, I've been the victim of a lot of these insults. And you know what? I go like this and I move on because that builds resilience. That builds anti-fragility. That means that, you know, these idiots are not going to bring you down. So it was meant completely in the spirit of don't let Cretans bring you down. The hate that I received, oftentimes from noble people, if you know what I mean, uh, were astounding. Things like, oh, can you smell the Auschwitz smell here, Jew, and this kind of stuff, right? So that was perfectly okay. The amount of vitriol that I received because I was arguing rise above the racists is perfectly okay, okay? And apparently this created a whole, a whole kerfuckle, kerkuffle, is that the word? At my, uh, with some students, I wasn't even aware. And so here is my official reply to this. So this is what I sent the reporter and I asked the reporter to quote it in full as my official rebuttal. I was unaware that my tweet meant to encourage resilience and anti-fragility when dealing with aversive life events, example, being exposed to racist label, was construed adversely by some students. Incidentally, 
It's not my students. It's not, right? It's just some students somewhere didn't like what I said. That said, this is utterly immaterial for two reasons. One, the tweet in question was posted on my personal social media accounts and not as part of my official duties as a professor. In a free society, students don't get to dictate which opinions professors are allowed to hold as private citizens. Two, even if the content of the tweet had been communicated in my duties as a professor, which it was not, it is terribly chilling that something as innocuous as that tweet could be construed as offensive and hence within the realm of restricting speech. Freedom of speech and academic freedom exist for a reason. I'm Jewish and I escaped religious persecution in Lebanon for being Jewish and I support the right of Holocaust deniers to do so. There are few things that are as offensive as the denial of the Holocaust and yet as a free speech absolutist, I support the right of such individuals to spew their idiocy. It is a terrible idea that individuals, including students, could be so triggered by such a harmless tweet as to seek to silence and or to punish the messenger. Societies flourish when there is a free exchange of ideas unencumbered by any institutional barriers of such exchanges. And that puts an end to my official reply. So again, imagine that one month after the fact, this is what I am dealing with within my university ecosystem. I warned you for many, many years about the idea pathogens. I warned you about what happens when the foundational values that define what it is to live in a Western, free, liberal, enlightened society, when those values are slowly eroded, bit by bit. It is now the case that a professor who, as a private individual, posts what he thinks is a completely innocuous tweet meant to encourage resilience and meant to encourage anti-fragility triggers some students somewhere that he should be punished. There you have it, folks. If you support my work, there are many ways that you can support it. Please consider doing so. You don't want to walk in my shoes for a day. Take care, everybody. Cheers.